traders, welcome to today's Outlier Live, where we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data has to say about it. Our top story of the day is Elon Musk may be one of the smartest, wealthiest men in the world, but he may not be that great of an investor as his uh, share of ownership in a certain social media company has tanked lately. Uh, our second story of the day is that Tesla continues to beat the odds with the number of cars that they deliver. And our third story of the day is, is the American dream dead? There's a whole swath of people who have completely given up on home ownership. And it may be because the American dream no longer is a reality. Tune in for all that more on today's Outlier Live. Our top story of the day, X, aka Twitter. I'm just going to call it Twitter from this point forward. So when I say X, I mean Twitter. I don't mean X like the key on my keyboard. I mean Twitter. X is now worth 71% less than when Musk bought it. And that's from uh, Fidelity. They estimated that, right? Musk bought the social media giant, formerly known as Twitter, for $44 billion. So if it's 71% less, that would be 44 billion times 0.29. So 12 billion. Yikes. That's, uh, that's a lot that it's gone down there, Mr. Musk. But, you know, Taking a, a, a look at the big picture here, he he didn't plan on making money. I think he was just outright saying, I don't plan to make a return on investment. I plan to have freedom of speech. That was that was Elon's big deal the entire time. I mean, everybody remembers when he said, hey, I'm going to buy Twitter and I'm going to buy it for whatever, whatever the price was per share. It's not about making money. It's not about getting richer. Dude's rich enough. Dude can lose you know, $30 billion and be just fine. He's a multi hundred billionaire at this point. He can lose $30 billion and it's not going to affect him. But he wants to be the guy who he's, he's this generation's Henry Ford. When he's got Tesla, he's got SpaceX, he's got boring company. He's got all the stuff going on and he's got Twitter. He wants to be the guy that makes the universe move forward. Right. I mean, a perfect example of that is the Cybertruck. His his son, um, X minus 42 plus seven or whatever is his kid's name is, um, said, hey, dad, how come trucks don't look like trucks of the future when we're living in the future? And he's like, hmm, you got a good point there. Let's make the future. So Elon doesn't think like most people. And that's why he is who he is. So when it says that he's lost 71 percent on his investment here. He's thinking long term, right? This this was like the end of last year or whenever, whenever the uh, the sale went through. Things aren't always going to go a roller coaster up. Any stock trader will tell you it's not always a roller coaster straight up, right? X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, is worth seventy one percent less now than when Elon bought it in late twenty twenty two. So we're talking a year, maybe less than a year. Yeah, it's lost a lot, but at the same time, he was not planning to flip this within a year. Musk has been deeply critical of Twitter prior to its acquisition and renaming of the company, arguing that it posted a threat to democracy and civilization itself. I happen to think that the Chinese companies out there are doing some sort of um, intellectual warfare, right? You take a look at TikTok. It's a Chinese-run company. And... TikTok promotes things in their algorithm that they want to promote, right? When people started transitioning to whatever they wanted to be, claiming they could use whatever pronouns they wanted, 
a lot of that was fueled by TikTok spreading the ideals that they wanted to spread. And from an outside perspective, looking in, it's very clear to me that these people were influenced by what was shown in their feed. So going back to, to Twitter here, people are getting canceled left and right just for having an opinion. And that opinion may be different than yours. And that's okay. I think people lost sight of the fact that having a different opinion is okay, right? You have friends, you have friends that you would keep for the rest of your life, that you would do anything for. But they're gonna have some opinions that don't differ, that, that differ from yours. But that doesn't mean you would cut them off completely, right? My wife and I, we've been married for over 15 years. She and I have different opinions on things. And in fact, last night, um, we we're, we're cleaning up some stuff around the house and uh, she was, you know, complaining that I wasn't doing it her way. And I was like, I'm not you. And that's okay. Your way's not right. My way's not right. It's just different. That's okay. And I feel like in the universe of the online social media space, it's gotten so toxic that if someone doesn't agree with you, they will spend the rest of their days fighting to get you canceled, fighting to get you deplatformed, fighting to take you off the internet for even having a dissenting opinion. And it's disgusting. It's ugly. But that's the reality that we live in, unfortunately. And I think a lot of that has to do with what the algorithms push forward. Musk even said he argued for the platform that had been a propagating it had been propagating a left wing mind virus due to the basic bias of the company's leadership and employee base. Right. So many times they've exposed how in the Twitter files and everything else, they actually had people from the government censoring they, the government stepped in and censored people on the platform saying, nah, we're not going to let people have that. We're not going to let people say this. And especially when there was a certain sickness going around that everybody knows that I'm not going to say. When all of that was happening, they wanted to make sure nobody could have misinformation. But they were censoring doctors. They were censoring frontline workers who are giving us the truth and not continuing to scare us. So Elon Musk, he didn't buy Twitter to make an incredible amount of money. Dude already has an incredible amount of money. He bought Twitter to keep the ability to have free speech in America. Which I'm really grateful for that. And put in the comments, listen, I know that I'm a Tesla fanboy. I know that I'm an Elon fanboy. I know this. You don't have to tell me that. I know that. And I'm okay with that. And for a person who's trying to make changes in our generation that are going to ripple throughout time, I think you should be too. Let's continue on here. What this advertising boycott is going to do is kill the company. So Musk is talking about how um, these advertisers are basically coming out and they're saying, we want people to listen to the message. If you can't follow the message, we aren't going to support you. And so everyone who's aligned with the message, the left wing woke mind virus, they're pulling their ads off of Twitter. And Elon's saying, go for it, do it. But just know this, when we no longer have free speech, you are to blame. Go ahead and take your money somewhere else. But the whole world will know when these advertisers killed the company. In response to uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger, uh, who has pulled his uh, advertising from the platform. Musk did not hold back. Don't advertise here. 
if someone's going to try and blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go F yourself. You must say it. Go F yourself. Is that clear? Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience, that's exactly how I feel. Don't advertise. Go F yourself. Dude doesn't need money, right? It's like threatening the person with the most donuts in the entire world. Uh, we're not going to give you more donuts. Okay. <laughs> I don't need any more donuts. Just like Elon Musk doesn't need any more dollars. Go F yourself. That's what he's saying. So I want to know what you think. In the comments down below, let me know. Do you feel that Elon is in the right? Do you feel that Elon has the right mentality here with Twitter? Or do you feel like he's completely off course? Because this is quite divisive. It's completely taken the internet one way and the other. So let's take a look at another stock, Meta. Meta, um, which is owned by Mark Zuckerberg and friends, has been on a, on a real tear lately. In fact, if you've been following these signals, uh, with the AI trading data from Outlier, you actually would have seen a signal return of 103.61%. And in fact, we got a buy signal for Meta back on December 26th. So while you can't invest in Twitter anymore, you might want to invest in, in Meta with a buy signal that came just about a week or so ago. And if you are interested in getting your hands on the world's best AI stock trading assistant, head to obtlyr.com to see why Outliers win. Now let's go take a look at what the comments are saying on this story. The strategic value of Twitter is much higher than what Musk paid. We're going to let the page reload, so give that a second. Here we go. The strategic value of Twitter is much higher than what Musk paid. Musk didn't purchase Twitter for the revenue. He did it. He did know all about the fraudulent numbers. Soros and others would certainly be willing to pay any price Musk would be willing to ask for. Twitter is far beyond going, or Twitter is far beyond being just an ordinary investment. Ooh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Mark, good morning, Mark, watching live. Mark says, I'm sure Twitter slash X has taken a hit since he has, uh, since the takeover due to the advertisers backing out. But one, he's also cut around 80% of the labor overhead. And two, as a private company, they're not getting the previous benefits of being indexed. In other words, if Twitter popped up tomorrow with a $12 billion market cap, who's not buying? Well said, Mark. Thanks for that live comment there. Musk purchased Twitter because he ran his mouth so much he made a legal obligation and the court prevented him from backing out. I don't know all about those details, but goodness and righteousness take time to pay off. And sometimes the payoff is not monetary terms. Elon Musk understands that truism is good with the price he paid for freedom of speech. With the price he paid for freedom of speech. Thank you, Elon Musk. Absolutely. Tesla beats the odds. With a year-end deliveries push, Tesla delivered a record 484, uh, yeah, 484,507 vehicles in the fourth quarter of 2023. <clears throat> now, I am a Tesla owner myself. I bought my Tesla on May 4th. May the fourth, May the force be with you. Um, and I love it. I love it so much. It is such a fun drive. And um, every once in a while, I have to drive my life, my my wife's uh, Lexus SUV. And while it is amazing. While it is, you know, the top of the line of what she could have got, it is not like driving a Tesla. Man, you get in that Tesla and it's just like floating on air. It's so smooth. It's so fast. Does everything you'd want it to do and more. And uh, one of my favorite things about it is you can turn on the air or the heat remotely from your from your phone. Wherever in the world you are, you can get the air blowing and make sure the car is comfortable when you walk up in there, which has been great in the Texas summers. And now it's great in the Texas winters. 
because you can always get into a comfortable car, right? With every other car in the world, you have to actually go in and crank the car to start the AC or start the heater. So that's one of my favorite little things that uh, definitely was unplanned for. But man, I, I, I don't want to live without it now. Tesla beat estimates for the fourth quarter deliveries on Tuesday, according to its production deliveries report for 2023. Analyst poll by the London Stock Exchange said that the end of tax incentives would bring sales forward into the fourth quarter and impact deliveries into 2024. This is me. This is me right now. I'm already planning my taxes. And generally every year I owe taxes. And um, last year I owed about $5,000 or so. And one of my incentives for getting the car was, A, I need a new car, and B, I might not have to pay any taxes next year because I'm going to get $7,500 in tax credit. And I was like, that's a pretty sweet deal. That's a one-two punch for me, making it a lot easier to actually make the leap to get the Tesla. Not that I have any regrets whatsoever, um, but that does run out now in 2024. Right, the rear-wheel drive and long-range variants of Tesla's Model 3 no longer had the federal tax credits of $7,500. And I think that is going to have a big impact, right? Uh, You've seen Ford, GM, Toyota, all of them really scaling back on their electric car lines, which makes no sense to me. Elon's basically come out and said, this is the future. What are you guys doing? Yes, Tesla had a decade head start, maybe more. But now these automakers are looking at Tesla saying, um, yeah, we, we, we can't compete, so we're not even going to try. And so these, these automakers are basically throwing in the towel saying, Elon's going to take us from here, right? We're just going to end up going into bankruptcy, right? We already had to negotiate significantly higher labor costs with the UAW workers. Now we're just going to kind of act like everything's hunky-dory until they can't sell anything anymore, right? I saw this stat. My dad sent it to me. He sends me every single Tesla article there is. He talked about uh, in the article. I, I don't remember the article at the time, but it was saying how people aren't buying EVs anymore. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's just like motorcycles, right? People don't buy a motorcycle. People seek out a Harley Davidson. You know, when you think of the classic American motorcycle, what do you think of a Harley Davidson? When you think of a rugged off-road vehicle, what do you think of? A Jeep. When you think of an electric car, what do you think of? A Tesla. People don't want any electric car. They want Teslas. That's the advantage that Elon is dominating this industry with. And because of that, all the other automakers are saying, we're screwed. We can't even attempt to get in this category. We're going to have to just cut it off. We're going to have to just somehow brainwash the entire world that these internal combustion engines are better. One way it's not better is when you go to the pump. It costs about 80 bucks to fill up my wife's SUV. It costs literally eight, eight American dollars to fill up my car with electricity. That was so unexpected. I had no idea. But when I did the math and I saw the results of my electric bill, I was like, whoa, what a sweet deal. So yeah, we constantly drive that now. Just A, it's a great experience and B, Do you know it's 10 times less to operate, 10 times less to drive it around? Yeah, of course. I'd love to do that. The fourth quarter deliveries were about 11% higher than the third quarter, during which uh, upgrades to assembly lines to make the updated Model 3 mass market production uh, hurt some production. Uh, Mass market sedan hurt some production. There we go. So, yeah, they, they took a hit 
because they're retooling the Model 3 for some upgrades for next year, which you can see right there. Um, but they still just ramped out everything they possibly could, selling every car that they could, right? Tesla also delivered 461,000 Model 3s and Model Ys and handed out over 23,000 of its other units. Uh, and I got to tell you, ordering a Tesla, buying a Tesla, man, what a great experience. It's just like going on Amazon. You're clicking a couple buttons. There's not a thousand different options to choose from, which in my opinion is a freaking annoyance. When it's like, I want this car in this color with this leather inside. Do you want full self-driving? Yes or no? That's it. You're done. So easy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sebastian, Happy New Year. Glad you're showing up and watching live. The new Cybertruck model is expected to make up only a small number of deliveries this next year, with it prices from $60,000 to $100,000, uh, a high price that reflects short-term difficulties in production. Must said in October that the company aims to manufacture about a quarter million Cybertrucks in 2025. I will get a Cybertruck. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. I will 100% get a Cybertruck. This is simply normal when you've got, uh, oh, he's, he explained there will be enormous challenges in reaching volume production with the Cybertruck. Uh, he said that's normal when you've got a product with lots of new technology, and especially for one as different and advanced as the Cybertruck. You're going to have some problems proportionate to how many new things you're trying to solve at scale. So I want to emphasize that. I think this is potentially our best product ever. So, man, I can't wait to get my hands on a Cybertruck. It's going to be a ton of fun. And like I say, driving a Tesla Model Y I can only imagine how much uh, that's going to translate into the truck experience and what a great experience it's going to be. Now, let's take a look at what the AI trading data says about Tesla stock, right? Take a look here. We actually got a buy signal back on December 22nd. And if you'd been following these AI trading signals, you would have seen a signal return of 241.40%. Huge returns out there, right? So Tesla is not going anywhere anytime soon. X, Twitter, it's got its own problems, but Tesla, the car company, it is doing outstanding. And if you want to get your hands on these outstanding signals, be sure to head to OVTLYR.com to see why outliers win and start trading with the world's best AI stock trading assistant. So let's go take a look at what the internet's saying out there. If I were to ever buy an EV, it would most likely be a Tesla, but I have no plans to buy an EV. And while I do consult my wife when buying a car, I have no plans to consult the government. Keep your $7,500 bribes. That is quite an interesting perspective, right? This person says exactly what I'm talking about, right? It's not that I want to go buy a motorcycle. It's I want to go buy a Harley Davidson. It's not that I want to go buy an off-road vehicle. It's that I want to go buy a Jeep. It's not that I want to go buy an EV. It's that I want to go buy a Tesla. Even somebody who doesn't want an EV says exactly that. If I'm going to buy an EV, it's going to be a Tesla, right? Uh, but he's not so sure about these $7,500 bribes, right? Uh, this person says, go Elon. 
This person says, I will buy a Tesla at some point as a thank you to Elon for fixing Twitter. Elon knows that freedom isn't free and a slice of the, uh, I don't think I should read that on, uh, on YouTube here. Elon knows that freedom isn't free and uh, we definitely need a lot of freedom in this constitutional republic. Thank you, Elon. And you know what? I couldn't agree more. I think EVs are the future and it's very clear and all these other automakers, they're in so much trouble. Is the American dream dead? When I read this, I was like, oh, man, there's there's a lot going wrong out there right now. And I really didn't think about uh, how Gen Z has basically thrown up their hands about ever owning a home. Gen Z is basically saying, I'd rather rent a luxury apartment than even consider buying a home. And right now, I can't imagine trying to buy a home, right? Uh, my mortgage is like 3.59 and um, I wouldn't get out of this house because of that. In fact, I don't know if I could get out of this house to buy this house again with the amount that it's appreciated and the amount of my uh, interest going up. It would cost me about four times as much as my mortgage that I have right now. And that kind of prices a lot of people out. I mean, imagine if you bought a house in 2016 like I did. And you want to buy that same house in 2024 now, in 2024, and it costs four times as much on the monthly payment. There's a lot fewer people who can even afford a house when it costs four times as much as it did just a few years ago. 64% of Americans are homeowners, a lower rate than that of China and Brazil. Interesting comparison there. Uh, this Wall Street Journal is called the rise of the forever renters. And Gen Z no longer sees home ownership as an aspiration and is increasingly balking at mortgages to rent luxury filled amenity, uh, luxury amenity filled apartments. Yeah, I, uh, interesting story. I've never actually lived in an apartment. Um, I lived in my parents' house, which is, was, is still a double wide mobile home in rural Texas, right? It doesn't matter where you come from. If you want to achieve your goals, all you have to do is start today and focus on that dream and never give up on it. And I am living proof of that. But otherwise, let's get back to that. A double wide mobile home. Then I went to college and I lived in the dorm, which kind of is like an apartment, but it's a dorm. And then I lived in a rent house. And then I bought my first house, then a second house, and then this house I live in now. So, yeah, I've never actually lived in an apartment. My wife did. And I remember many times hearing the neighbors above and hearing the neighbors below. And, uh, man, it's just like, that is not the life for me. I'm, I don't know what the uh, appeal of apartments is to so many people. But let's see, maybe this article will convince me. Gen Z no longer sees home ownership as aspiration and increasingly balking at mortgages to rent luxury-filled, luxury amenity-filled apartments. Young Americans have taken to social media apps like TikTok in recent months, claiming it's nearly impossible to buy homes in the current economy, citing student loans, high mortgages, and low salary job opportunities. This is what I'm talking about. I just talked about this uh, on Wednesday's video, so be sure to go watch that. I think the algorithm pushes the messages they want to send. And if this is what the algorithm is telling people right now, don't even try to save up to buy a home. Don't even try to afford one. Don't even try uh, because of this, that, and the other. The American dream is dead. Don't even bother. I think they want us they, the almighty they, I think they want us to give up. I think they want us to own nothing and be happy. 
Or at least that's what the algorithms push. Which is a scary thought. The Wall Street Journal recently revealed that homes in Scranton, Pennsylvania are listed at a median price of $179,000. Now, with a $150,000 30-year mortgage at a 7% rate, the average monthly payment would be near $1,000, right? So it's about $180,000, and you do have to put some money down to get this mortgage, right? So it's about $1,000 a month payment. And then it went on to say here that uh, there's a property manager in the same town with luxury apartments that are running between $950 and $3,600 monthly. All right, hear me out. You can own a home, which historically has appreciated in value, for about $1,000 a month. Or you can rent an apartment and get absolutely nothing when you leave that apartment between $950 and $3,600. So what's the average of $950 and $3,600? Uh, let's just use averages here. So $950 plus $3,600 divided by 2. So $2,250. So you can pay twice as much on average to rent an apartment as to buy your own home. And at the end of the day, when you go to sell that home and move on with your life, you're going to have literally nothing when you move out, or you're going to have the equity that's appreciated during that time. And people have just given up on this. I don't understand. If you actually did the math and say, say it's all about the down payment, in eight months, you'll have netted out what your mortgage payment would be. So you basically flushed your down payment money down the toilet. What is going on? That's what this person's saying here, right? If it's the $2,200, so it's a difference of $1,200, right? So $1,200 difference times eight, that's you know nearly $10,000. If that's what your down payment was going to be, you would have made that back in eight months. And then for the rest of your life, you would have additional property uh, increases, right? Additional property growth. And this person says, it's the mentality of, I want it now, coupled with chasing a nice living space from the hassle of upkeep. And that's contributing to the decision not to grow uh, a sizable nest egg through a home. This is not a financial thing. It's a cultural thing. It's a move among younger generations where I want an experience. I want to travel. It feels good now. I get it. Yeah, it feels good. But 30 years down the road, you're going to be saying, what happened to all that money? What went over to that guy? It went over to people like me who were smart about their investments, who were smart about their financial decisions. Let's first admit it's very difficult to buy a home right now. No doubt about that. When considering the economy, and the fact that these low mortgage rate homeowners don't want to sell. Yeah, exactly what I was saying. You could buy my house, but it would cost you four times as much as what I bought it for. But just think, a few years from now, it'll be four times higher than that. And I don't understand these people, right? If it's all about the down payment, save for eight months. Save for eight months. And then you've got your down payment. And then you've got the rest of your life to accumulate those gains on your equity there. So let's take a look at what the AI trading data is saying about DR Horton. Home builders out there, right? We got a buy signal back on November 6th, and it is just like rocketed since that point. Look at that. Just going on and on and on. Now, if you want to get your hands on these signals that seem to go on and on and on, it would have shown 176.64% return. That is pretty outstanding. So be sure to head to obtlyr.com right now to get some of these outstanding signals right this and start trading with the world's best AI stock trading assistant today. So let's go take a look at what the comments say, and I bet we're gonna have to wait for it to reload. Owning a home requires work. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Owning a home does require work. Uh, just the other day, uh, the spring on my garage door broke. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. I hit the button, it only go up a couple inches and stopped. 
And so I was like, ah, oh, it must be my garage door opener. So I go inside and I click the button a few times and yeah, it just goes up a little bit and comes back down, goes up a little bit and comes back down. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, open it manually, pull the car in, close it, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put a new garage door opener in it later on today. So I go to open it manually and it is the heaviest thing I've ever lifted in my entire life. I'm telling you, this thing weighed a ton. And I was like, I don't think that's the opener. <laughs> and so I Google it real quick, like a good millennial would do. And of course it was the spring. And uh, the spring is not something that's DIYable. I'm pretty DIY. I like I like tinkering with things. Um, but they're like, yeah, this is not something you can DIY. Uh, basically, people die every day from uh, trying to work on the springs in their garage. And I said, you know what? This is one time I'll pay a contractor. I had a contractor come out. Six hundred bucks later, my garage works again. Move on with your life, right? And for most, owning a home requires work, and stuff like that just happens, right? Simple repairs around the house require. Uh, know-how and skill and physical yard work too. That generation, the ones that followed, want no part of this. I guess you could say that, right? Yeah, it's not so much fun working on your house, but it's also kind of fun to have projects, right? Um, in fact, here's a project I just went through. Um, my my wife's mom just passed away and we're, we're cleaning out her house, which is such a pain to have to clean up an estate. But we found this box of silver, silver, like actual silver silverware. And... Um, I looked at it, you know, it's it's all close to 100 years old and it's it's beautiful, but it was all tarnished. And so I looked it up on the internet, uh, how to, the easiest way to do it. And there's actually a chemical reaction where you take uh, aluminum foil, put it in a pan, heat up the water in the pan and add baking soda and salt. And then you put in the aluminum and the uh, sulfur, which is the tarnish, actually likes aluminum better than silver. So it will lift off the silver and go over and sit on the aluminum. And I went through all that silverware for, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes or so of my time. And it was such a cool project. It was straight up a science experiment. But yeah, there is absolutely work that goes into owning a home, right? There's just all these little things that you got to deal with. And this person says here, my 29 year old son and his wife bought a home three years ago. Neither of them has a college degree, but they know what a budget is and how to work hard and avoid debt at all costs. The house appreciated $45,000 in 10 months. And I shudder to think how much cash they would have dumped on a landlord since that purchase. That right there is why owning real estate is such a great investment overall. I don't want to deal with being a landlord to lots of tenants, right? But I do know ownership of a home can be incredibly lucrative if you just plan to sit there and own the home outright. You can make a ton of money with very little to do. So, the YouTube algorithm continues to suggest one of these two videos for you, and I think they are going to be outstanding because it knows exactly what you like to watch, and it knows you're going to love watching one of these two. Thank you so much for tuning into today's Outlier Live. I will see you right back here on the next episode.